This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. We're going to have to reset. I hit some rocks and flipped the car. <laughs> what the fuck, Steve-O? <laughs> We're just done with this race. We're done with Steve, this. We have to do... We have We have 12 minutes. Let's just fucking do it. David, I have to get ready. You've gotten ready. You've already recorded. Okay, yeah. All right, good. Episode's over, guys. Why am I still on the rock? <laughs> I quit the race. Get off the rock. I know that according to Apollo 440, you can't stop the rock, but that doesn't apply here. Sweet rock flips are not advised. No, I've watched the Grand Tour. I know that's advised. <laughs> I love the Grand Tour. Season two, episode one is my favorite just for the shock value of the static camera in the parking garage as Hammond drives through in a fucking tank. Oh, I thought we were, <laughs> were talking about Dragon Ball Z Grand Tour. <laughs> <laughs> Different kind of Grand Tour. Oh, man, could you imagine Goku with Jeremy Clarkson's voice? No, first off, that's uh, Dragon Ball GT, not Dragon Ball Z Grand Tour. Secondly, this show sucks. Don't watch it. But can we get uh, Jeremy Clarkson as Goku's American voice from now on? Sure. What's the thing Goku said? I have to train more. (laughs) (laughs) Vegeta, I've got to train (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I've only been training in 50 times Earth's gravity. The spirit bomb surely won't fail this time. People of Earth, give me your energy. Last time on Friday Night Fan Fiction. Glad you can make it down here, Detective. We could really use her assistance on this one. Jeez, is that the body? Holy Christmas, what happened to him? You're supposed to tell us. You're the detective. That's the third one this month. We gotta find this creep before they strike again. Based on the compound fractures, the shattered cartilage around the wrist, the severe head trauma, it looks like they were forced to read bad fanfiction until their bodies revolted and destroyed them from the inside out. Sir, we also found this near the body. Why would there be a cassette recorder here? The sick bastard. The suspect must have been recording it for their own enjoyment. And it seems they wanted us to hear something, too. Well, let's give it a listen. Should we really do that? I've seen horror movies that started this way. I've also seen hentai that started this way. Hello, Mr. Police Cop Slowman. If you have hopes to find me and stop me, you will have to play in my game. Each week I will send you the worst fan fiction I can find. You must read it and survive, or the bodies will keep coming. Please help me! He's already made me read more stories! I hope that I can handle anymore. Damn, how did you know my name was Police Cops Lawman? <laughs> Sir, why did the power just go out? Oh God, I just got hit with some paper. <laughs> it couldn't be. It can't be. Your mind and body can't possibly be ready for the thrilling conclusion of Friday Night Fan Fiction. Brought to you by Night Horse Media. Director, Grand Monat. Executive Producer, Corporate Steve. Now, make sure you uh, hit that subscribe button. Bang that bell. Become a part of our notification squad. Don't ever bang that bell in the literal sense. You will get a fractured penis. <laughs> 
how do you think the Liberty Bell happened? Yeah, Benjamin Franklin was like, you looking fine tonight, girl. Thomas Jefferson. Abraham Lincoln <laughs> went up there, took his pants off, slammed his seven-foot-long penis <laughs> into the bell and split it, just like Goku in the mountain. <laughs> I like how we all said a different fucking president. I would like to say that there was a game of Jackbox I played. One of the questions was, what really clacked the Liberty Bell? And I said, my dick, because I thought it was funny. <laughs> and so did everyone else. And you won. <laughs> Hooray! Well, great. I did win, yes. This is Friday Night Fan Fiction, where we discuss how big the forefathers' donguses were. <laughs> well, they were pretty big. They were like, yo, King George, we're gonna fuck you from across the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> wow. Which president do you think had the biggest dick? Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> Uh, William Howard Taft. No, no, he was rocking the chode, man. (laughs) That's the roundest dick, not the biggest dick. He had a chode or a tuna can at best. A tuna cannon. It's still big. Just because it's wide doesn't make it not big. I didn't say it wasn't big, but it's three inches wide, one inch big. You can't dig out somebody like that. So it's like a tree stump. (laughs) Old stumpy. Are we going back into the giving tree thick? Teddy Roosevelt had the bull moose, man. He was ready. He was a rough rider. He was a bull moose. He could take a shot, if you know what I mean. I mean, what do you think he meant when he said he carried a big stick? Yeah, Yeah. that was the stick. It was just misquoted. I think maybe FDR because, you know, due to his injury, he was more machine than man. So maybe that part was modular. I mean, you also got to remember that Lyndon Johnson, we have recordings of him. We have recordings of the vibrations of his penis hitting the ground. (laughs) No, there's a recording where he's talking to the presidential tailor. I need you to leave me like an extra inch and a half because my dick is too big. (laughs) And this is a president who would also just get his dick out in front of world leaders. He would go skinny dipping at the White House, invite Gorbachev or whoever in there, and he's like, hey, want to see American dick? I was about to say, did Lyndon B. Johnson just start braining kids? (laughs) (laughs) We did mention that Lincoln split the Liberty Bell. Lyndon Johnson, his dick is so big, he's like, here, watch this, and suddenly the San Andreas fault happened. (laughs) He's like, ooh, watch this. (laughs) So I am your host, Steve-O. Joining me tonight, as usual, are our hosts, David, Logan, Valerie, Sean, and our guests are Epidel and Miri. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. The Grand Canyon was just the big canyon until Lyndon Johnson was done with it. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, What I want to know is why your power level is so weak. Have you not been training all these years, Frieza? All right, now give me Goku charging up his power levels. Oh. Oh. Why is it going down? This is a Super Saiyan. (laughs) This is a Super Saiyan 2. And this is to go one step beyond. It's to go even further beyond. Thank you very much. Whatever. Hammond, where are my eyebrows going? (laughs) They came out the back of his head. We're going to be resuming Harry Potter Becomes a Communist by Hardcore Kami. Resuming on page 20 night. 20 night? Yeah, 20 night, because we have to tie in with Fortnite no matter what we do. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Right. That's, that's the only way to do anything these days. I thought it was a Halloween joke. I guess I gave you too much credit. Go to epicgames.com slash Fortnite slash offer slash uh, Friday Night, Friday Night, Night fan, fiction. fan Fiction for your free 30-day trial of our new Fortnite service where we stuff Fortnite into literally everything we do. And get the exclusive skin for the character David where he dresses up as Lyndon Johnson's penis. Oh, my God. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be such a big target, though. 
Do you, do you remember how I was driving down the school in my Fortnite Camry? Oh. And when I got to school, which is the uh, Manatee Technical Fortnite College, Fortnite Junior High, I was able to score a sweet victory royale with cheese for 99 cents on the dollar menu. Thanks. Have there been any food promotions that tied in with Fortnite already? Let's find out. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sure yes. I think there has. Fortnite cheeseburger cheeseburger <laughs> and starting off tonight is going to be Mary alright I came out of the fucking fireplace in Hagrid's fucking house with fucking, <laughs> fucking Hagrid in it I got up communistically off the floor and brushed the soot off my toned naked body with mu- 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 muscles <laughs> <laughs> them clams yeah he's just covered in shellfish I forgot that I misspelled your name as Logan, Logan. <laughs> you still haven't fixed it? No. It was <laughs> it's gone now. His name is Log Fortnite. Oh, but I misspelled Miri's name as Mirin, like the song. <laughs> Great job. Steve-O is now to Fortnite, though. <laughs> Sean, your, your name is just Fortnite. I'm sorry. <laughs> God. With muscles on it and no clothes at all. Blimey, Hagrid. Blimey, Harry. Where are your fucking clothes? Asked Hagrid to me. I was naked. I was doing me a, a nice communistic masturbate, Harry. <laughs> They're in fucking Azkaban, I explained gloriously. I had to sacrifice them to escape Azkaban for the fucking people. Well, I'm sorry about that, said Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Harry. Sorry you had to go through that. Sorry to hear that. But that's what happens when you get involved with revolutionary movement. If you associate with criminals, don't be surprised you end up in prison. You think we're the fucking criminals? Yes. I yelled outrageously in a voice of the proletariat. What do you think of the fucking capitalist bourgeoisie imperialist oh, corporations? It's of- just bourgeois. Bourgeois? Hold on. That series of words made me go cross-eyed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right, because it's just too real. Like, Harry speaks the truth, Steve. He's really into Fortnite as well, oh which if you haven't noticed, we're now sponsored by. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please visit Fortnite.com slash Friday Night Fan Fiction for your free 30-day trial <laughs> of the new Fortnite audiobook series, all read by Jeremy Clarkson. It's weird that I was expecting Fortnite.com slash Fortnite. I mean, the night's still young, so... <laughs> what do you think of the fucking capitalist bourgeois... What, how do you say that? Bourgeois. bourgeois. Bourgeois imperialist corporations of fucking capitalism. Demotist forms of government are the problem, said Hagrid in a reactionary voice. Demotism is when any power mm-hmm. is given to the common people who don't mm-hmm. deserve it. Mm-hmm. Once you give power to the mob, mm-hmm. they can just vote all the money out of the treasury. Mm-hmm. That's why democracy leads mm-hmm. to communism. Mm-hmm. What? Holla, <laughs> <laughs> holla, 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 holla. Run that by me again? <laughs> well, if you give it a sec, we'll get to the what. Absolute monarchy is the only way. What? What? I shouted in a voice of the poor people who were poor because of (laughs) capitalism. You're a fucking monarchist? Yep, said Hagrid in a monarchist way. Oh my god, I have flashbacks from like these marches of different groups in France. There's literally a group of people marching, calling for monarchy to come back in France. I mean, they're right. We need a king. Remember the last time we had a king? It was a pretty bumping time. Well, I mean, you can be king of the hell if you're pretty good at playing Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) You can't be president. You don't have enough Vic Roy's. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Vic Roy's? 
First off, what's a Vicroy? <laughs> That's what the kids call him. A Viceroy. No, I'm saying Vicroy, which is short for Victory Royale, you uncultured uh, oh, person. Oh, 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 he did it! He did it! It's called a Vicroy. Fortnite, please uh, send all checks or money orders to Steve Oborts at FortniteBattleRoyale.net. No, don't send them to him. He didn't know what the thing was. <laughs> we dropped two listeners due to all of our Fortnite chilling so far. <laughs> Are you sure that they didn't leave to go play Fortnite? <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're so... The ads were just too good. We're competing with ourselves. What do they call them? Influencers or whatever? Yes. Yeah, I'm an influencer. Yeah, we're an influencer. Like that ninja guy, which, by the way, we're doing a double team with. We're going to have our ourselves dual stream we're gonna play some fortnite we're gonna talk about fortnite, fortnite. and then we're gonna fortnite, fortnite. i'm gonna build a fort at night so <laughs> be great hang out with drake oh yeah drake's gonna be there too He's bringing all of his hardcore friends from the suburbs of Canada. It'll be great. <laughs> the rest of the cast of Degrassi High. Yeah. All of the kids who watch Degrassi. <laughs> Alright, temporary ban on Fortnite jokes. Let's keep reading. <laughs> Alright, so visit our new sponsor, Degrassi.com. <laughs> <laughs> Former Fortnite star Drake is in that show, oh I hear. Oh, my God. Yeah, visit our website, bring Drake back. <laughs> slash Degrassi slash org. <laughs> slash org. Then he opened his fucking vest to reveal a purple shirt with a crown on it with the words, keep calm and support monarchy. That's a new shirt. Uh, <laughs> That's a really on-the-nose shirt. <laughs> it really is. I mean, they usually are. How the fucking fuck can you support fucking monarchy? I progressively shrieked in a socialist voice. Thank goodness there's only 18 fanfictions for Fortnite on Archive of Our Own. <laughs> what the fuck could possibly they write about? Uh, a Fortnite John Wick story. All right, all right. Uh, right you got me there game. because he is in Fortnite, so. Okay. You can play as John Wick or the Amelian Glove. <laughs> Tyanos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the hand os. That's not a good operating system, Dave, and you know it. No, what is it? The Linux it, kernel? It's the Palm OS. Ah. Oh my god, Steve, we can't talk about Palm OS. I hate that shit. <laughs> I had a Palm OS phone. They only had Bible apps. That blows. <laughs> Your communist movement is really scary and radical to normal people like me, explained Hagrid with his false consciousness. It's making people think differently, and these new ideas are too strange and shocking. Oh, no. God, get up out of your own ass. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't know that you could see me on camera. <laughs> I started to wonder how this could happen, and then I realized it was just the natural result of democracy. All forms of demotism lead to tyranny, like what happened in the horrible far-left French Revolution. That's when all this fucking trouble started. <laughs> the fucking French Revolution wasn't even a revolution of fucking proletariat. I yelled rebelliously. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was. It's like literally exactly what it was. Yeah. The people <laughs> to fit up with the monarchy because they were hogging all the wealth and power and were saying fuck you to the rest of the people. They had all of the cake. Yeah. Totally can't relate to modern day America at all. No, nope. not at all. Not even even fucking whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, I hear the guillotine factories are coming back in America. That's pretty great. <laughs> the Smithsonian today on my Twitter feed posted a picture where you can buy guillotine earrings 
Oh, that's cool. They're really cool. And they're gold-plated, except for the guillotine blade, which is black, and it's they're really cool. I need to find a picture for it's it. It's really cool how you're pushing capitalism right now. <laughs> yeah, you do push capitalism. It's for the Smithsonian! Yeah, the Smithsonian, a place of learning. Guess what people do when they learn? They buy things with the money they earn. They learn about capitalism and spend money on capitalist things and take money away from the proletariat. Like boats and not underground bunkers in the middle of Kansas. Steve, I have a business proposition for you. No! <laughs> hey, when are we going to start that cult? Yeah, right? <laughs> Just well, first we need to buy the compound. Logan, shh, see me after the stream. $60,000 goal. We go buy that missile silo bunker in Kansas, and then you can all come move out there and we'll all have free internet. It'll be great. I don't know that the free internet comes with the compound. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's a military lease line. It's not an actual internet. It's just a piece of cardboard that David drew a TV on and it says internet in the center. No, that thing has a Google Fiber line going to it, man. You're ruining my jokes with facts. It's an 80,000 square foot complex, dude. <laughs> All right, I'll do the research. In the meantime, I want to hear more about communism. I'm intrigued. Oh, it was a revolution of the fucking bourgeoisie. That actually bourgeoisie? Yes. Yeah, a French word for rich people. But it means lower middle class. It means fucking not the people, even though... The, I, <laughs> I hate this guy! I hate him! <laughs> fuck you, you fucking far-right reactionary. No, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I turned to march out of Hagrid's fucking house and up to the Great Hall. Hey, wait. You didn't finish your Fortnite match. <laughs> <laughs> Yelled Hagrid after me when I was halfway across his monarchist pumpkin patch. You can't go up to the school with no fucking clothes on. Just watch me, I said, turning around to boldly face Hagrid <laughs> with my wang swinging around in the open air. Like what, poor, like what poor colonized people in South Korea who couldn't afford clothes experience daily. The bourgeois modesty held me back. I'd still be in fucking Azkaban right now. There are fucking first years up there, Hagrid replied responsively. Well, all right, said I, proletarianally? Yes. Whatever, they gotta learn sometime. I suppose I should pick my battles and challenging bourgeois modesty is nowhere near as important as destroying fucking capitalism. Oh, you can do the Airbnb for the missile style. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't believe it. Next up is Sean. No, uh, we, don't, we don't want an Airbnb. We want to own it. Yeah. Dear Airbnb, can you rent to own? Can I buy, please? They say no. <laughs> so I picked up one of Hagrid's pumpkins and held it so that the pumpkin part was over my enormous penis. Happy Halloween! Yay! Yay. And we didn't plan it either. <laughs> <laughs> And the stem went between my legs and curved around to cover my socialist butt crack. Butt crack? <laughs> How does... Is he holding the pumpkin upside down? I think he's straddling it. No, he just blasted a hole through it with his dick and is like, you know what? Here we go. Then I began to walking up to Hogwarts, carrying the pumpkin with me over my fucking privates. Chapter 33, The Denial of the Dumbledore. And every number one, check, as in the country, out <laughs> all thy dramatic readings of this story on YouTube, lol. I walked into the entrance hall while carrying the pumpkin over my dick with the stem covering my crack. <laughs> Since I needed both hands to hold the pumpkin up, I pushed open the door to the Great Hall with my shoulder and stepped into the Great Hall where the door to the Great Hall went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Where did they go? Uh, the Great Hall. Oh, 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 oh yeah. got it, got it, got it, got it. The Great Hall spelled like a sewer grate. I'm back! 
I yelled loudly, in a loud voice for all my fucking comrades to hear. Everyone stopped eating their food and turned to stare at me. Some people gasped, probably at the sight of my bulging muscles and hairy, awesome chest. Yes, that's totally it. I noticed that many of them were hot girls with buxom chests. Oh, you're my favorite. Not that I cared about that. I did. You know what gets women hot under the collar? It's definitely pumpkins. Harry, said Dumbledore in a bourgeois surprise. What the fuck? Wait, no, shit. There's no fuck there. Weirdly. No, I know. <laughs> what are you doing back from your holiday so soon? And why are you wearing a pumpkin? He's not wearing it. He's holding it. I mean, he could be wearing it. You don't know what he's doing. Well, he told us what he's doing. <laughs> Anybody want to buy a log cabin kit so we can build our own uh, FNF house? It's only $33,000. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. What are you laughing at? Please check your children's kitty very carefully. It's Halloween. I found an M4A3EA Sherman tank in this box of Pocky. God, that's dumb. <laughs> that's so dumb, David. I, I know. I love it. But like, I'm thinking about the logistics of it, and it makes me laugh more. Like, did the kid drag it home? Did they drive it home? Like, no, no, no. It's just like they said. They opened it up, and pff, there it was. Like, the pie fell out. Just, oh, no, there you go. I thought that thing was a little heavy. I'd throw in for that cabin. That's pretty nice. We'd have to build it ourselves. Man, fuck that. Uh, Logan, you're a woodworker. Fucking get to work. He telling me to build a cabin? Yeah, we'd get you the materials. I mean, all right. I look forward to seeing the completed product in 2038. Pretty sure I could build a cabin faster than that, but... I don't intend on living that long. <laughs> <laughs> I intend on living forever. We know. You've already got like a 6,000 year head start on us. You've been around since written history. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no denial. You know, that, that sounds right. Holiday? Why, Sean, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Be nice. I asked in the proletarian voices of the black workers repressed by the racist prison industrial complex. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was in fucking Azkaban! What? Said Dumbledore outrageously. What? <laughs> What? He's the audience surrogate. He's just as confused as we are. <laughs> and then he turned to Professor Pepsi. <laughs> you said he went to Rio. No, I said he went in a Rio. To jail. <laughs> <laughs> it was better that you didn't know, said Professor Pepsi corporately in a capitalist voice while holding his expensive corporate briefcase of evil. <laughs> Necronomicon ain't got shit on the expensive corporate briefcase of evil. <laughs> I mean, was it made from the flesh of humans? I know you made excuses for the boy. Make. Oh, shit. I know you make excuses for the boy, but the truth is he's a dirty red commie and a threat to the war effort. There goes the war effort again. Yeah. yeah which war? Against the Death Eaters. Oh, you know, the Forever War. Yeah. Why, this is outrageous, thundered Dumbledore. You're fired! You can't fire me, laughed Professor Pepsi in a voice of... Laughed Professor Pepsi in the voice of corporate greed. Without me, Hogwarts wouldn't have any funding, and you'll have to close the school. What is the most corporate laugh you can think of? <laughs> Maniacal laugh. <laughs> Maniacal <laughs> laugh. Jesus laugh. <laughs> it's the Bob Evil laugh, where he's just like... <laughs> I would like both, actually. The Bob Evil laugh followed by Maniacal laugh. <laughs> You're in the hands of big capitalists now, and you'll have to do what we tell you. 
Oh, well, I guess that didn't work. <laughs> Laughed Dumbledore annoyingly. <laughs> wow. If you switch to communism now, you'll get a free... Uh, you'll get a free Sherman tank with a box of Pocky. No, V-Bucks <laughs> for Fortnite. It's their virtual currency, so you can buy that tomato head or that furry werewolf suit that you want. Or that John Wick. You can woo. It's fine. I don't judge. Oh, God. <laughs> By the way, there's still nothing wrong with libertarianism in case anyone was getting that idea for some reason. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Professor Pepsi will stay, and I'll talk with Minister Scrimgower to clear up uh, this whole misunderstanding. Misunderstanding! You're damn right, Sully. I yelled in a revolutionary voice of comradely proletariat while holding the pumpkin over my wiener. <laughs> I was in fucking Azkaban with fucking Dementors and fucking shit. I'm sorry, but you're actually fucking a pumpkin. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I'm sure your name will be cleared up once I explain. No, there's no up. Oh, okay, yeah. We'll be cleared once I explain how the misunderstanding happened. Dumbledore assured me in an oppressive voice. It was not a fucking misunderstanding. You fucking corporate shill exploiting us. I explained gloriously. At the fucking war criminal, Dumbledore! In a justified way. War criminal? Chapter 34... The wrong trousers. Yeah, I'm just as confused. Val, you're up next. You can help explain. Oh, my God. N. How can oo call Harry heteronormative comrade M when, as in the chicken, has never <laughs> distracted by hot, hot, because H-A-W-T, girls, apparents, and teats? Teats? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, teach them only like fellow comradely proletarians in a revolutionary sturgle. Sturgle? Sturgle. We're going with the sturgle again. Trick or treaters. <laughs> so, why are you wearing that pumpkin? asked Hermione to me in a petit bourgeois way. Good lord, are you naked under that thing? What do you think? Some people gasp with a few sexy girls doing it in a romantic voice of interest. Ooh. <gasps> Thank you. This didn't <laughs> excite my penis because I was too busy <laughs> thinking about the revolutionary struggle of the starving proletariat and far-right capitalist Sweden. <laughs> what? I don't know about you, but when I think of that thought while having sex, it just makes me go that much faster. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's not what he said when he got in the Tonks plowshare. Huh. Yeah, that did happen last time, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I yelled back in the voice of the revolution. I had to give up all my bourgeois clothes to escape from fucking Azkaban. But I thought it was his personal property? Right, I thought he was distri- Whatever. But it belongs to everyone. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it was his clothes, but apparently these clothes were bourgeois clothes. <sighs> Whatever. Why would giving up clothes allow you to escape from Azkaban? Asked Hermione while sitting like Rapunzel in the <laughs> ivory bourgeois tower of the fucking liberal establishment. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking really. If it were that easy, I think more people would have escaped by now. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> No, the, the the next part is even worse. Maybe they care too much about their fucking bourgeois modesty, I said progressively while holding the pumpkin over my genitals and butt crack. <laughs> How does he get it around both? He's wearing it as pants. No, he doesn't have pants. He's got the stem garden yeah. his butthole. Yeah. That a really long stem. It's like those uh, stringless thongs. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know what? This story was finalized late last year. I'm very surprised that I didn't see any characters come by from the story dressed as Harry Potter, or rather undressed as Harry Potter, just walking around with a pumpkin over their genitals and butt crack. There's still a few hours left. Yeah. Yeah, night's not over. I don't have a pumpkin, but I have genitals and a butt crack, so I'm halfway there. I have genitals... And a butt crack. Yes. That is the Steve O'Bortz story. <laughs> I would be worried if you didn't have those two. Maybe I was the first person they threw in there who had to escape for a fucking greater cause and did for the fucking people of the working class proletariat who are poor because of fucking capitalism! Fucking capitalism. It's not an issue of how much you want it, said Hermione, obviously unable to comprehend the overwhelming revolutionary power of the people's revolution <laughs> for the people. <laughs> for the people. For the people. <sighs> people It makes no sense that stripping naked is a way to escape Azkaban. Surely anyone can see how ridiculous that is. I laughed loudly at her fucking bourgeois and narrow-mindedness <laughs> while still holding the pumpkin with both hands, which wasn't tiring to me because of my fucking strong muscles, as in clams. I have a confession to make. What? You have muscles? Oh, God, here we go. I've always been pushing myself as part of the proletariat, but it just occurred to me that I am actually quite bourgeoisie because I not only have one copy of Space Jam on VHS, I have two two copies of Space Jam on VHS. How did you get two copies of Space Jam on VHS? Nobody has that kind of money. Oh, next you're gonna tell me you're actually Michael Jordan, huh? (laughs) (laughs) How many deals with Fortnite did you do behind our back? (laughs) Three? Three? You know what's even better? I have two copies of Free Willy on VHS as well. Now you're just wasting your money. <laughs> no, Steve's going to be like that person who hoarded all those copies of Jurassic Park. Or Shaq Fu. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time one of my aunts bought me a copy of Free Willy 3 and it never left the shrink wrap? <laughs> <laughs> I am not surprised. I think it was supposed to be for my sister because at the time I think she still liked Free Willy. I don't know. Regardless, Free Willy 3, the search for Pirate's Cove or whatever. <laughs> I don't remember what it was called. It was called. I forgot there were sequels to that movie. They had a Saturday morning cartoon for it as well. What oh, the fuck? Why? It Nobody wants not that. Good. <clears throat> I can't imagine it was. Yeah. Are you a big coffee drinker, Dave? No, I don't drink coffee. And then I got called un-American because of that once. What about energy drinks? Yeah, I drink energy drinks. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> Would you eat energy ham? <laughs> <laughs> like the ham that's caffeinated? Yeah. <laughs> Monster energy ham. Caffeinated sandwich meat. Hell yeah. I'm yeah. right there. It's coming out. I call bullshit because it's not green. No, it's monster energy ham. It definitely has that weird M branded onto it though, right? I'll try it. I'll definitely try it, but I don't think it's going to work its way into my regular rotation because that's going to be weird going to school, whipping out a lunchbox full of energy ham. Why don't you just <laughs> eat it as your first meal of the day? I ate my first meal of the day at school. Sorry, I'm, I'm going back to this. First of all, confirmed Free Willy the TV series was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was on ABC. Apparently there is a fourth movie in the Free Willy franchise. Why? <laughs> Free Willy Escape from Pirate's Cove. Fuck. What was, no, there was a third one, because I had the third one, because I thought Pirate's Cove was the... That one must have been Enter Pirate's Cove. <laughs> it stops in the middle of the Matrix. I found them both at the same time. I had the third one, but I thought it was called Pirate's Cove. So, looking at this, it's a remake of the first one, and they have um, Free Willy. Uh, Willy was played by Keiko in the first film. 
Keiko in the second and third films, and in the fourth film, CGI Orca. Good job. (laughs) Of course, they wouldn't have the budget at that point. Right, at that point, Free Willy was, its popularity was off. And that one kid who did Free Willy never did anything again. Also, what the fuck was the plot to Free Willy? Uh, uh, the first kid one... befriends fish? That, that was the plot, right? N- no, no. The first one, they wanted to free an orca from a SeaWorld-like attraction and send it back into the ocean. It's that episode of South Park. Yeah, uh, well, yeah I know. I've seen that. It's a great episode. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, what was the point? What, what were they trying to say with that film? They needed to get the, the friggin' whale out. And it was like a kid trying to reconcile with his divorced parents. But this, like his parents don't ever get shown up. He's like adopted or some shit. He's adopted by this weird Elvis looking motherfucker and his wife. And then there's that Michael Jackson song. And that's it. That's all there is to that movie. Don't forget the whale jumped over him. The main kid from Free Willy was in a movie last year. What was the movie? Three Solitude. It doesn't have a Wikipedia page, so I wouldn't assume it's much. That's not real, then. He was in the Tekken movie. What? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So what you're saying is his movie career is dead. Who did he play in the Tekken movie? Some dude's associate, so not a named Tekken character, sadly. (laughs) He didn't play Huarang or whoever. Uh, Business associate number two. Wow. That's a shame. He has a number. Yeah, it turns out he just became Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat. (laughs) (laughs) You got that sweet, dank Heihachi hair, yo. Regardless, said Professor McGonagall racistly. Again. I think we can all agree that Mr. Potter needs to put on some clothes, at least a pair of trousers. I'll give him mine, said Ron Comradely, and he started to undo his working belt. (laughs) Okay. No, comrade, you are a proletarian, I explained to him socialistically. I will not extract capital from the working classes. If I am to be given trousers, they must be taken from the fucking bourgeoisie class of the one-person capitalist. What? Okay. Okay. All right. So he demands Hermione's skirt because he's actually just trying to cross-dress. This wall with this is an elaborate excuse for him to be able to cross-dress. And that's totally fine by me. Just be who you are, Harry. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's trying to do that so much as he's just trying to get some of that sweet bourgeois intelligentsia poon. What? No, Logan, Logan, Logan. He doesn't want the bourgeois poon. He wants that working class poon. He wants them to extract his working capital, if you know what I mean. Working class poon sounds like it smells awful. No, you don't know that. Well, you gotta wash it first. I fucking shower. Why do you hate the working class, Steve? (laughs) Yeah, even my wife says I shower, and she's wonderful, all right? Thanks for the non sequitur, Dave. I appreciate the rebound. <laughs> You're welcome. No problem, man. That's redistribution of wealth, gasped Professor Pepsi in a corporate voice. Yes, it fucking is. I yelled rebelliously no, no, at the enemy isn't. of the fucking people. If I were out and about and a homeless man needed some pants, I'd give him my pants. It's not redistribution of wealth. That's being a kind human. It's redistribution of pants. Yeah, I can go fucking to JCPenney, get pants for $5. So speaking of pants, that ties in very well with the Google search I just did for working class vagina. Oh, God. <laughs> These are apparently vagina pants. Okay. Fashion, you never cease to amaze me. Just don't want to live on this planet. It looks like she has two rotting prawns as pant legs. Yeah. Ah, beautiful. Oh, I honestly don't care, snapped Professor McGonagall, blatantly exposing her white supremacist views. <laughs> well, Mr. Potter, just take trousers from whomever you deem fit. 
Chapter 35, Harry accepts trousers for the people. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. These trousers will do very well in the orphanage. This is a great win for the people. I, Harry James Potter, have gotten pants from Professor Pepsi, our sworn enemy. They're all vagina pants, but we'll make do. Vagina pants are a step towards regular penis pants. <laughs> they, you know, they look, they kind of look comfy, like if you have to lay down or something. Yeah, they look like MC Hammer pants. Except padded. They're called harem pants? Yeah. Anyways, you got one more paragraph. You got the author's note. It's author's note. Thank you very much. If you didn't spend last month calling for the racist white cops in Ferguson <laughs> to be violently killed and then tortured, or a fucking fascist! It's bad because I saw that and I'm like, wow, Virtual Cop went off in a really weird direction with four D racist <laughs> white cops. <laughs> Vote Sam Webb for my ground. I am not as in so a nautical uh rope not. A fucking sexist. Oh, sorry. Sexist! It's just like or Zhu. Like people with, like, <laughs> lantern with. They're wide. Yeah. False consciousness to car more about the concerns of fucking middle class white women than the re revolutionary <laughs> struggle of the fucking proletariat, <laughs> including all the women who aren't rich and drinking tea every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> tea is not that expensive. Yeah, tea is super cheap. I would like to imagine that trick-or-treater families have come up to the house and almost knocked on the door, but every time they hear Valerie screaming something like, screaming you're a fucking fascist, and then they go away. <laughs> Daddy, what's a fascist? You'll know when you're older, son. <laughs> Epidel, you're up next. Give it about a year and you'll know. Oh, <laughs> Topical. So I think real quick, I'm still on the free Willy Wikipedia page because of course I'm <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Michael Madsen and Michael Ironside are both in that movie. Yes, they are. That's ridiculous. If you've never seen the first Free Willy, or rather you haven't seen it since its original release in like 1993. Yeah. If you haven't seen it since then, watch it and cringe. Yeah, that was my initial release too. Uh, wait, what? You're I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> Show's over! I smiled in a revolutionary way, knowing this was an opportunity to teach the proletariat what the fucking capitalists didn't want them to know. Because I was reading the Free Willy Wikipedia and it was full <laughs> of very useful information to tell the proletariat. <laughs> okay, I said progressively. I'm going to revolutionarily select the person in this room who is the most fucking privileged. Only then will I accept a pair of trousers. Oh, for Merlin's sake, nagged Hermione in the petite bourgeois voice of the fucking liberal establishment of capitalism and ivory towers. <laughs> oh my god. Draco Malfoy is pretty privileged. Why don't you just take his trousers? Someone who is privileged in one way may be oppressed in another. I exclaimed communistically while holding a pumpkin over my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> While Draco Malfoy is very wealthy on the one hand, his family is targeted by the Ministry's racist war on Voldemort. What? How can you call the war on Voldemort racist when it's the Death Eaters who are fucking racist? 
asked Hermione liberally. I laughed loudly at her fucking naive petite bourgeois worldview of capitalism and oppression with tea and biscuits. Oh, wait, no, I'm on board. <laughs> hey, I like tea and biscuits. Yeah, I am totally down with the bourgeois worldview of capitalism and oppression if there's tea and biscuits involved. All right, putting Steve <laughs> down as down with racism as long as he gets tea and biscuits. <laughs> I didn't say that. Corporate Steve is easily bribed. No, no, stop. This is going to show up on my permanent record. You think the fucking bourgeois ministry really cares about fucking racism? I asked in a working man's voice of the socialist revolution. Oh, apparently Logan does. Silence, racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's just fucking war propaganda. They only care about fucking war profits of the military industrial complex of fucking war. Yeah, boy. A better choice would be Donald Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Ah. <laughs> ah. You can't target a white boy, lied <laughs> Professor Pepsi in the pure greed voice of capitalism. White males are the most oppressed group of all because I actually <laughs> believe reverse racism is real. Uh, wow. uh, <laughs> my brain. We need to elaborate on this. White gamer males uh. <laughs> are the most oppressed. No, no. Not just gamers, you forget... <laughs> gamers and anime watchers. No, no, you forget the comic nerds. Any gator. Gators? <laughs> gators? Yeah, gators. As it... <laughs> like alligators? No. No. Game gators and comic gators. Gators. <laughs> I would watch a remake of Free Willy starring an alligator, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, imagine the the jump of that alligator over... <laughs> I love you, Free Willy. Jump. <laughs> <laughs> you, make it a, you make it a crossover. It's free Wally starring Wally Gator. Yeah, everyone's favorite head of our cartoon. <laughs> Where am I? Uh, You're on the show making jokes about <laughs> Wally Gator. White males are the most oppressed group of all because I actually believe reverse racism is real. There's no such thing as reverse racism. You fucking racist fascist! I yelled. Socialistically, at that fucking <laughs> racist Pepsi, Professor Pepsi, as I walked across the room. <laughs> I, I, towards Donald Verizon. I won't give you my fucking trousers," said Donald Verizon in an elitist bourgeois voice. "Mr. Verizon, just give him your trousers, so this madness will be over," said Professor McGonagall racistly. I would like to imagine Donald Verizon looks like a jeet pie. Yes, reluctantly. He imperialistically began to take off his fucking capitalist trousers. It doesn't even make sense, Hermione protested elitistly. Donald Horizon is a fourth year. His trousers won't fit you. The important thing is they were taken from the bourgeois capitalist establishment and not the fucking working man's proletariat. I said in the proletarian way of the fucking people's revolution. Since I using my hands to hold the pumpkin over my fucking privates, I took Donald's trousers in my mouth and turned to walk rebelliously into the entrance hall to change with the pumpkin stem covering my comradely butt crack. <laughs> I'm copying and pasting that as a potential episode title, Comradely Butt Crack. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Chapter 36, Harry checks his privilege. And his butt crack. <laughs> you know, you should always check your butt crack at least a few times a month. Yes. <laughs> a month? Yeah, gotta check it for polyps. Also for butt fuzz and toilet paper, I'm assuming. Wiping should probably deal with that. What kind of wiping do you do? Uh, sideways. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> so you wipe it from your ass crack onto your butt cheek? <laughs> it smears the collar evenly. <laughs> Steve, are you the one cheek wonder? I have two cheeks right now, sir. Thank you very much. I mean, you should have four cheeks total. Oh, God. <laughs> Steve-O's only got two cheeks. Steve-O's only got two cheeks. That's right. You found me out. I'm Beldar Conehead. If you've never seen the movie Coneheads, he doesn't have a butt crack. Therefore, he doesn't have ass cheeks. I think there's a picture of it in the movie. <laughs> Author note. If you live in Scotland, who better be voting in Dependence to break up the fucking imperialist British Empire of fucking capitalist imperialism. I hope Alex Salmond is be a real comrade and rule Scotland like Stalin and Pol Pot. I didn't realize that Stalin and Pol Pot also wanted <laughs> Scotland to be free. Beldar Conehead's butt is currently in not safe for work. Allow me to illustrate three points. Number one, no butt crack. Number two, there are apparently nipples above his butt. And number three, you're currently staring at Dan Aykroyd's ass. Yep. Dan, I think aliens have landed here, so buy my vodka, Aykroyd. Yes. Yeah. Next up is me. Cool. I went revolutionarily into the entrance hall, holding a pumpkin over my dick, and in my mouth were the trousers I had comradely taken from fucking bourgeoisie! I was about to socialistically change into the trousers when I heard an amazing feminine voice behind me. Hello, Harry. It said. <laughs> I turned around progressively and saw Luna Lovegood had followed me into the entrance hall in a working class way. She was standing there with her enticing female body and awesome boobies. <laughs> <laughs> boobies! But I didn't stare at them or objectify her at all because I wasn't some kind of fucking sexist creep. I love how this whole fic feels like it's trying to be intellectual, but then just throws in boobies. The, the keyword is try. I mean, all right. I'm a pretty I'm smart valid. person, but even I am, I have problems when I talk about the boobies because I'm like, oh yeah, the boobies. <laughs> and they're like, can't you call them what they are? I'm like, yeah, the boobies. The breasts. Luna, said I in surprise, causing the trousers to fall out of my mouth. Oof. Then the pumpkin slipped out of my hands and broke on the ground. And then my, my dick slipped into her sopping wet vagina. All accidentally. <laughs> I just wanted to say that it's nice to have you back, comrade, said Luna progressively as I went down to get the trousers. <laughs> and that's not all. Time to polish that pearl. The experience made me appreciate what it was like for all the proletarian child laborers who were told to go onto the floor naked by the Western capitalists exploiting <laughs> their country. Wow. Oh my god, the next sentence. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I hope my penis isn't triggering to you. That's an episode title, mm. right? And yes. I said in a voice of feminist concern as I sat on the floor proletarianly and began to pull on the fucking trousers. Unlike sexist, I don't deny fucking rape culture, but you should realize that bourgeois modesty is nothing but a fucking social construct that enslaves us all. There you go. Sounds right. <laughs> I was very conscious of my fucking white male privilege. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But was careful not to draw attention to how effortlessly I dealt with it. Oh my 
God. I knew this made me incredibly progressive. This reads like a Tinder profile. I knew. <laughs> I knew this made me incredibly progressive, but I didn't even think about that due to my incredible proletarian humility of the fucking 99%. Chapter 37. Yes means yes. Okay. Author's note. This shaper is dedicated to... 2D new law in California against the rape. <laughs> I hop someday rape will be outlawed in D, as in short for Indiana, in the other 49 stats. It, what are you talking about? It is. Apparently, it's not. What? Vote Sam Webb for more progressive progress. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start de-revolution from the top like Comrade Lennon did. Long live fucking Lennon. I think this train is not so much off the rails as it's no longer a train. It's just a naked white guy holding a pumpkin. He dropped the pumpkin. <laughs> this train has somehow hey, gotten off pumpkin. of its own rails. Is now ascending into the stars like Galaxy Express Triple Nine. You know, we've <laughs> talked about that before. I only remember certain parts of that movie. I don't remember any of it. It's probably okay. Of course not, comrade, said Luna as I struggled to try pull up the trousers. Only a prudish bourgeois elite could be so concerned with the proletarian nudity of the human body in its natural state of nakedness with no clothes on. I mean, I was born with a tux on, so I don't know. <laughs> I was born with the space cat with the pizza and the taco. As a shirt. So, Samurai Pizza Cats? No, um, it's my shower curtain right now. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. You should have had the shirt that has Jesus getting elbow dropped by Macho Man Randy Savage. I do have that as a desktop wallpaper. Do you have that as a shower curtain? Because it's available on Amazon. <laughs> I saw it today. <laughs> we don't need another shower curtain. I was hoping to get a Fortnite shower curtain, but okay. <laughs> well, Steve, you gotta build a second shower so you can have more shower curtains. Don't look up a Fortnite shower curtain. I don't actually Do right want now. to know if it exists. Every time you shower, you get two V-Bucks. Yes, they exist. No! I smiled comradely that she understood so well. I stood up and jumped up and down to try to get my legs to go into the fucking trousers, which were too small for me. But that was a small sacrifice to be sticking it to the capitalist establishment of fucking imperialism in third world countries. Proletarians being exploited right racially by bourgeois capitalist imperialism. Well, all right, then. I can help you if you want, Luna added in the beautiful feminine voice of the female proletariat. I could- t <laughs> I read ahead, why? My eyes just <laughs> drifted down one line. I could tell she was incredibly turned on at the sight of my manly chest with hair in it and my wang bouncing up and down <laughs> proletariately <laughs> as I jumped to fit into the trousers of the bourgeoisie! But I knew she wasn't asking for it because I had progressively taught myself not to rape. Well, that's a good thing mm. to teach yourself. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, that doesn't... That's not... No! Are you saying that's not a good thing to teach yourself? Are you saying that he's not progressive? God damn it, Logan. Why are you doing this to me? He's so progressive, Steve. Well, David, you're up next. Oh, hold on. I'm sending out that tweet to Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> we might actually get around to two reads tonight. I'm excited. And no, that doesn't mean deliberately take your time, David. Shit, I actually never opened the story. 
Remember, we told you that if that happens, one, don't announce it, two, do something funny while pretending to do something that's not opening the story. But I already used up all my yuck yucks on the Twitter thing. <laughs> I've got none left. I mean, I still have the free Willy page open. I can start reading the plot summary. <laughs> no, please, no. <laughs> Okay, said I, and she came <laughs> forward comradely in a socialist way of the working class. Oh, man, I can't wait for you to go in-depth on how her nipples just represent all of Lennon's ideals. Luna got down on the floor in front of me, giving me a look down her blouse at her cleavage. I think I've said this before, but did you ever watch the TV version of Austin Powers? No. You've mentioned it, but I still refuse to believe that it exists. No, instead of a lot of vagina, her name was a lot of cleavage, and it was great. <laughs> like, you didn't so even try. I feel like I did see that at some point, and the bit I remember is when he's on the bed, and he's supposed to be using a bunch of different, like, synonyms for horny, but instead he just says Randy, like, three times. Yeah, like, four, five <laughs> times. Like, do I make you Randy? Randy! Randy! Horton. Honestly, kind of funnier, in a, in a way. I didn't pay attention because I recognized that there was nothing inherently sexual about juicy female tits. Yeah, I'm fucking... Val, why did you post a picture of Morrigan from Darkstalkers getting fucked by two ghost penises? Because she's into it. That sounds awesome. <laughs> like, when I die, if I had to become a ghost but I can only have one appendage, I don't know if I would want it to just be my penis. <laughs> oh, you don't have... Don't forget that is the penis and scrotum. Oh. A lot of pornos do it as, like, it's part of a summoning. So you get the penis into the realm first, and then after that... Like, the rest of you starts manifesting itself. This explains why so many graves have been robbed that just, you know, the penis is the only thing that's missing. Right. You start with the good shit first. Okay. And then you get you get to the rest of it. Uh, and then upon ejaculation, you are resurrected. Great. She took hold of my genitals and began trying to stuff them into the capitalist trousers. Of course, I focused single-mindedly on the revolution task at hand and paid no attention to how her dainty feminine hands were gripping my male organ of the people. <laughs> She jacked me off, and I cummed all over her face. What? What? <laughs> Big cums. I'm sorry. There was there. Were, I thought I had a stroke for a moment, and it, it just <laughs> jumped to a different part of the story. I didn't realize it. Then I realized, oh no, she just started touching his wiener, and he got hard and fucking came, and that was it. Good job. He's proletarianly not wasting her time or semen. I mean, that's considerate if that's what the goal is. So. Luna Lovegood was the girl who was like real space case, right? Yes. Space case yes. blonde girl, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's great. She deserves some time. Give her some time, man. Yeah. We heard the first part of that sentence, and I just read the second part, and I'm just thinking, well, that happened like five miles back, so read the whole sentence. She jacked me off, and I cummed all over her face, but I made sure to ask her for consent before becoming erect. <laughs> wow! <laughs> well, uh, again, like... Do you ask for consent to become erect after you ejaculate? Wife, can I become erect? <laughs> <laughs> what is your question, babe? Is, have we gotten to the point where people have to ask for consent to be aroused? <laughs> no, but this story is uh, probably doing a satire of how people perceive feminism when feminism is about equal rights for both males and females. Instead, they're like, no, 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 no. Women are trying to make sure that men have to ask to be erect. And I'm like, that's not the case. That's not how it works. Like, wait, 
You can't turn your dick on and off? I lost the pool crank. <laughs> <laughs> I used the clapper. The, the clapper is when you want to turn it off, you just smash your fist <laughs> in your fucking dick. Wow. So it's basically, I want to be erect. There we go. When David wants to get erect, he just he puts the crank on and starts whining. No, no, no. Mine plays a mine plays a respectable tune. All right. No, it plays Bang Camaro by Bang Camaro. How does that go? Bang. Bang! Bang! David, let's come to a good compromise. You stick the crank in and start grinding. But, like, how, how does the drum solo in that part work? Do you actually have to do it in time? Otherwise, you'll lose your, uh, you lose your power? Uh, sure, whatever, whatever rules you want to make up. Perfect, that's fine. <laughs> All right, so, Bun, when we're banging to Edgar Winter Group's Frankenstein and the drum solo happens, we have to keep up with it, okay? All right, she didn't agree to that. <laughs> Which, under the rules of feminism, is okay. Yes. That's fine. All right, great. We had it. This is why you talk about it. Talk about it. Logan, is it okay if I become erect? Not about you, just about something else. I'll allow it. All right. Thanks, Logan. You're a benevolent-ish god. <laughs> Finally, we got my penis and balls into the fucking trousers and I closed them shut. I took out my wand and made the cum on Luna's face disappear with fucking magic. Okay. Well, yeah, they did just kind of fuck. I smiled at Luna in a comradely non-sexual way and took her hand in a working class manner. That spelled like the house. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, hold on. I need to do a quick edit to the end of that paragraph. Perfect. <laughs> I took out of I took out my wand and made the cum on Luna's face disappear with fucking magic copyright. Copyright. <laughs> Alright, that's fine. Then we walked back into the fucking bourgeois great hall together. Many incredibly sexy girls were staring at my bare chest, but I barely noticed because I was thinking only about redistributing the wealth of the capitalists <laughs> and giving it all to fucking orphans with no parents. And in the post-coital glow, Valerie turns to me. What you thinking about me? Just redistributing the wealth of the capitalists and giving it all to fucking orphans with no parents. <laughs> that is that is a meme. He's just gonna suck up all the world's wealth in a straw and then jizz it out all over everything. What is he, a fucking Ninja Turtles villain? <laughs> sure. Or DuckTales villain. There you go. Yeah, those yeah. Ninja Turtles villains known for jizzing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, haven't I you mean, seen Pizza Time? Yeah, I was gonna say I've seen Pizza Time, so uh I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with this. I'll go it's on YouTube. Steve, go watch you're it. not familiar with Pizza Time? Go on YouTube. I just want I'm gonna read. I want you to watch it and then react while I read because it's gonna be incredible. Alright, are you loading it up, Steve? I can't because it's gonna bleed through onto the Discord. It, no, there's no audio, you're fine. I actually don't remember if there's audio. There's not. There's no audio. Is it the video with J. Jonah Jameson? No. 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 Let me give you pizza no, Logan, time. please, please, fine, please. All right. I think maybe Harry should put on a shirt, said Hermione liberally. No! Shouted Professor McGonagall racistly. We had enough of that! Chapter 38, The Revisionist. Uh, uh, author Snote. <laughs> Happy fucking Imperialism Day. Christopher fucking Columbus was a real terrorist. 
Vote same web for change, <laughs> not Prez Obongo. Uh, well, I like bongos. Yeah, they do really well during the drum solo of Frankenstein. <laughs> Dave, I think they may have delisted Pizza Time. I can't find it. Oh, what? Is it on Vimeo? It was probably on Pornhub. Pizza Time. Later that day, I walked into the room of requirement at, ooh, uh, in order to progressively continue the, to fight for the workers' revolution of the workers' man, of the worker man's proletariat, <laughs> of the worker man's proletariat with the other members of the Warsaw Pact. I was still wearing nothing but trousers, or but the trousers, which I had redistributed from the filthy bourgeois 1% of capitalistic exploitation of the working class by the bourgeoisie <laughs> capitalist of capitalism. <laughs> oh, I did not take a big enough breath for that. <laughs> also, please retweet my uh, Fortnite shower curtain tweet, please. Thank you. Let's get them views, boys. Arousing several arousing females with sensual bodies of feminine shapes were staring at my manly chest of comradely hair. But I didn't pay it any attention, or I didn't pay any attention to that because the revolution was more important. David, there is no... You didn't make a Fortnite tweet. Yeah, I did. I'm looking at your fucking Twitter right now. What fucking did I go through? Also, David, Logan, I found pizza time. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Supposed that shit and not safe for life. Oh, it's not safe for work. Oh, no, no. It not, not safe, safe for, for life. life. Uh, okay. All right, Steve. Tell me when you hit play. <laughs> Come on, Steve. <laughs> oh, no. This definitely has sound, Dave. <laughs> oh, well, then just Steve mute it. <laughs> yeah, just, just mute it. It's not important. <laughs> it, yeah, it's just copywritten music. Suddenly, I progressively noticed that petite bourgeois intellectual Hermione and that fucking stupid anarchist Romilda were there. Yeah, I'm going to be Zorak. What the fuck are they doing here? <laughs> I yelled outrageously in a working voice of the working class people. That was like a 40% Zorak. Listen, I can't do that that well. Uh, all right, you know what? what the fuck are they doing here? You can do what you want. I'm going to go burn hair. It's okay, honey. We're still going to hang it up on the fridge. Even if it's not an A, we know you did your best. Would you like to sit down and make love with me? What did you say? I was just practicing. I showed one of my friends that today at school he died. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am. Uh, what are they doing here? I yelled outrageously in a working voice of the working class people. Oh, we made some changes to the Warsaw Pact where you were going. Explained that fucking racist Trotskyite dean. No, we now let anyone who says they support social justice to join. What? I shrieked in the voice of the true revolution of the people. You know what? I'm going to read all caps now in a fucking very dry and boring voice. Father Coughlin said he cough Coughlin, not Coughlin. Coughlin. <laughs> Father Coughlin said he support he fucking supported social justice. Would you fucking let him join? For your information, it's actually worked out very well, said Hermione in a close-minded liberal way. We all came together to discuss the issues of equality and injustice from different viewpoints. We respect each other's opinions, even when we disagree, and we work together to decide the best course of action for every situation. I like that. Good job. No problem. Finishing out the first rotation, Longan. Longan. Do read. Try again. Uh, Lugoon. <laughs> Try again. Yes, Lagoon. Log Fortnite, Ann. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll accept that. <laughs> Gungan. No, that's rude. <laughs> Don't call Logan a Gungan. He's beautiful, all right? <laughs> How fucking dare you? <laughs> <laughs> you petty bourgeois revolute. Revisionist! Revolute? <laughs> Revolute? Revolute. Revolutin'. I yelled righteously in a proletarian justified way. 
You've ruined the fucking revolution! Wait, all that happened to somebody put me in the boo box. How did that ruin the revolution? Well, you see, it ruined the boo box. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> hey, calm down, mate, said Ron ignorantly. Professor Pepsi's idea is working out great. Who'd have guessed that that greedy capitalist seeking to enslave the working class? This is actually very difficult to understand. In a racist way, would be right about one thing. Can you bring it away from the brink of death by, like, a foot, <laughs> foot and a half, maybe? <laughs> what makes you think I'm dying? Because it sounds like you're dying. It sounds like dying raccoon. This is just what my normal voice sounds like. <sighs> you sound like Grandma Nuts' roommate. <laughs> I radically grabbed a red Soviet flag, except for yellow where the hammer and sickle was, off the wall of the room we were in and waved it gloriously while saying, Comrade, Comrade, the revolution has been hijacked. All who believe in what this flag stands for, join me, and we'll expel every counter-revolutionary revisionist from our fucking room of the revolution for the working-class proletariat against the imperialistic capitalism of bourgeois imperialists. I feel like it's just getting longer and longer. It is. But, uh, you know, you have to ask permission for it to get any longer than oh, it currently shit. is. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Logan. Well played. Val, do I have permission to breathe? Yes. No. Okay, good. Do I have permission to breathe again? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna keep asking every time so that I make sure that my breathing- No! I'm gonna deny you every third breath. The permission is permanent for breeding. For breeding? <laughs> yes. She wants them breeds. She did give you permission, but you still haven't lifted the blockades. Pneumonia has sort of gotten in the way. <laughs> I just thought of something really horrible, which I'm not going to say. <laughs> well, you can't very well say that you thought of something terrible that you're not going to say and not fucking say it. Yeah, you got to say it now, Logan. <laughs> it's not like she's got pneumonia in her uterus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Logan. Ladies and gentlemen, I submit to the Institute of International Scientists this woman has pneumonia of the vagina. Witness this cough. <laughs> 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 no, it's just queefs. I grossed myself out forever. I told you I didn't want to say it. Thanks. Chapter 39, Harry leading the people. A.N. Of course, not all blacks will all... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what? Will automatically... Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty close. Be commies. Some have false consciousness. Drink for false consciousness. God damn it. I'm with Harry, proudly declared Neville in a working class way. Muscle man. And he went to stand with me. We're with you too, declared Luna as she came over to me with Ginny and some other girls who were also very sexy like Luna and Ginny were, but I didn't care about that. Hot, 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 hot. I didn't care about them enough to even know their names. Yeah. No, don't be fooled, yelled Hermione, desperately in a nag voice. Harry is a Stalinist, and he actually hates the people. He has a cult of personality, and is worse God, than- Can you see him, punk? What? That's incredible! 
He's the entire band of living color. <laughs> you know what? For as much as we rag on my immortal, at least it didn't try to get across nearly as complicated a message. There's nothing complicated about communism, you capitalist fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And is worse than the capitalist. Can you actually speed it up so that we can get a second set of reads in? Yeah, I'll slow it down for you. (laughs) I've bred fucking Azkaban for you, the people. I said truly in a glorious revolutionary voice. The enemy tried to repress me, and I have returned to you. The people in the communist way. Are you going to stand with me or with the traitors to the fucking revolution? Traitors all the way. Traitors, traitors, traitors. Oi. (laughs) (laughs) With you, shouted most of the Warsaw Pact progressively, and they started coming over to my side. Ron, Pavardi, and Lavender came over socialistically to stand with me. All three were very hot. (laughs) But I wasn't attracted to Ron. (laughs) This had nothing to do with me being homophobic as I was very accepting of gays and would be willing to try gay sex if I ever met the right guy to do it with. Despite my attraction to Brevardi and Lavender, I didn't pay attention to them in that way because building the progressive revolution for the proletarian workers was the only thing that mattered. He's had sex twice already. I'm pretty sure that's not the only thing that matters. No, no, he's building the revolution by creating more revolutionaries. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I mean, that's what China did. Aww. Aww. Not wrong. (laughs) Harry won't give you any freedom shrieked Ramilda Vane in a lying voice with her big ugly mouth. He'll just impose the rule of the red bureaucracy on you. The Vanguard Party is a lie, and everything the anarchists said about Marxism-Leninism was actually true. Join me if you want true freedom from the proletariat. For the proletariat. Some of the more stupid people standing with me left to go over and stand with Ramilda and the heirs of Bakunin. Traitors! I shouted comradely while pointing gloriously at the people leaving. Traitors to the fucking people! Swinging back around to Miri. Hey, Harry, said Dean, coming over to my side. Hey, how you doing? He gave me a new Ushanka? Ushanka. Ushanka. You got it right. Ushanka, okay. And I put it on communistically. I felt uncomfortable about having a fucking Rothskite on my side, but I decided that we needed all the help we could get to drive out all the fucking liberals and anarchists polluting the revolution. Eventually, there were two big groups of people standing on opposite sides of the room of requirement. Most of the people had joined the true revolution and were standing rebelliously behind me, but there are still many with false consciousness who were standing behind that petite bourgeois counter-revolutionary Hermione. Romilda had her own group of people off to the side, standing in support of the larger group behind fucking Hermione. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I raised up the hammer and sickle flag over my fucking head gloriously. That, along with me being shirtless and barefoot and wearing a hat with revolutionaries behind me and a wand in my other hand, made me look exactly like the women in the painting Liberty Leading the People. Uh. Most people thought the picture was about the French Revolution, but I knew it was actually about the July Revolution of 1830 because I was so radically educated. <laughs> a real <laughs> radical education. Of course, the July Revolution was still a revolution of the fucking bourgeoisie and not the proletariat. Get out of our room! I yelled in a working voice. <laughs> Get out of our room! <laughs> no, I need <laughs> more, more petulance! How petulant can you make it? Get out of my room! Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Is this that 
salad pizza you were talking about? Logan, why did you put the black flag logo on your pizza? No, that's the salad pizza. That's definitely the black flag logo. It's not the salad pizza. I yelled in a working voice, and we all charged in a glorious socialist way at the fucking revolutionist traitors to the working classes. Revisionist. Fucking revisionist traitors to the working classes. Chapter 40. Harry saves the revolution for the number, the people. A.N. R.I.P. Anti-Fascist Protection Rampart. We all ran at the fucking traitors to the revolution and started attacking them socialistically, beating them and using fucking magic. I pointed my wand at a group of elitist counter-revolutionaries and said, Serpensordia, a red snake with a rattle shaped like a hammer and sickle. Flew out of my wand in a progressive way and chased at six of the fucking traitors to the people. They screamed in the voices of people too scared to stand up to the bourgeoisie <laughs> as they ran for the exit. But the snake bit that fucking revisionist traitor, Justin Finch Fletchley, before he could get out and he collapsed in a justified way from the poison. And I laughed gloriously as the others tried to help him out in a cowardly bourgeois way. It's more like for their life because you're a fucking murderer. No, you're attempting their life. Why wouldn't they run? Like I love that all the names are spelled right, though. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> My favorite thing is I just found out that Larry the Cable Guy actually penned a book called Get R Done. Uh. <laughs> hey, you want to read something really good? How about my new book? It's about ribs. <laughs> Look, the fact that it came out as a hardcover edition at all shows that humanity does not deserve to continue. It's bound. You can get it. You can get it right now on Amazon.com. I'm Larry the Cable Guy. It's made from that there skin trees. That's right. <laughs> Fucking skin. Put it on your bookcase. It'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) Then I turned with my masculine chest glistening proletarianally, which I didn't care about, just so you know. Wait, why is it glistening now? What happened? He's all sweaty. For all the murder? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Also, again, to analogize in my own life, just so you know, while having sex with Valerie, I'm not thinking about this. (laughs) You're not constantly thinking about the Get Her Done book? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and pointed my wand glamorously at that that fucking stupid anarchist Colin Creevy and said incendio in a working voice no screamed Colin with his false consciousness as his body was consumed by flames Jesus oh, that's straight up murder yeah yeah I laughed revolutionarily as the fireball that was Colin ran for the exit like a fucking coward he was <laughs> <laughs> You leave the members of my heirs of Bakunin alone, yelled Ramilda Vale, challenging the legitimacy of the true people's revolution of the people. That was a mistake. Oh, this is going down a dark path where I don't think I can follow. To Larry the Cable Guy's book. <laughs> Sorry, Anakin. <laughs> you see, uh, if you want yourself a good read, <laughs> fucking Larry the Cable Guy's goddamn book, I'm on shit. All right, so I'm glad that at the intersection of Larry the Cable Guy and Bill Cosby, you chose the correct direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did feel that leaning to Bill Cosby, and I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Like I said, I praised your choice. Fuck is wrong with you, Dave? <laughs> Next up is uh, Sean. Defendo, I said, pointing my wand at her waist. Her skirt snapped fell around her feet, exposing her hypocritical panties with consumerist Disney characters on them, which contributes to capitalism. Okay. All right. Oh, Disney is the Voldemort of this, clearly. Oh, the mm-hmm. next the next few words are so good. 
<laughs> she clapped her hands over the treason between her legs and ran out of the room. Wow. <laughs> Drinking? The treason between her legs is a very good romance novel name. Yeah. Can you squeeze me on that one. What, 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 uh, the, the treason between her legs. The treason between her legs. Yes. Just like another an potential dead. title. <laughs> Jesus. But it was too late, and we all saw what a hypocritical consumerist she was, and we would never forget that little fact ever. Ever. I t- next turned my wand over Dennis Creevy. On. Wand on Dennis Creevy, the last of Ramilda's supporters left in the room, and I said, Imperio! There's no I. Shit. Imperio! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I commanded him to strip naked and do jumping jacks with all his privates on display for everyone. Stop adding words. There's no and, dude. <laughs> Dangle your peen in front of me. Do it now. <laughs> Come on, Sean. Get your head in the uh, game. EA Sports. Mm, I commanded him to strip naked, do jumping jacks with all his privates on display for everyone. Ouch. He's got more than one. He's a fuda. And sing about what a fucking stupid anarchist he was. All the members of the Warsaw Pact laughed rebelliously at him, getting what he deserved. You're using dark magic, gasped Hermione in a narrow-minded voice. You're goddamn right I am. What are you going to do about it? Obviously unable to comprehend how dedicated I was to the cause of the proletarian revolution of the proletariat. I spun around gloriously in a working-class way and hit Hermione with the Sectum Sempra. The curse slashed comradely into her chest and cut her ugly breast open. What? Ah, no. Okay, that's, that's a bit much now. Mm, Not and, okay! Oh, oh, this is when it became a bit much. He already burned somebody alive! Scent and pure blood everywhere. To water out furrows, if we had any furrows. <laughs> That's then, not cool. Why is that actually say that? Then I used the Cruciatus? Cruciatus? Yeah, this is getting a little much for me. Yeah. Cruciatus? On her for a bit. Everyone cheered at me heroically, defending the people's revolution of the proletarian working class against the all-powerful bourgeois establishment of fucking Capitalism! <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 41, Harry's back. Author Harry's not. back. Back again. Yeah. Harry's back. back. Run away before he does something really bad to your boobs. Seriously, like, goddamn. <laughs> Harry has no fucking internal misogyny. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Zedile, I bet you live in a fucking mansion with... A bunch of maids and who never think about feminism for them, lol. Finally, we had driven all the fucking revisionist center... No, shit. (laughs) All the fucking revisionist counter-revolutionaries out of room of requirement in a glamorous socialist way. I held up my hand, which was still bloody from what I had done to Anthony Goldstein, and made a revolutionary fist of the proletariat. Comrades, the revolution has been saved. I declared progressively while holding my bloody fist up in a communist way of revolution for the working classes. Everyone cheered gloriously and started chanting my name. Of course, them chanting my name did not mean I had a cult of personality like that petite bourgeois intellectual Hermione would think. Then I put on my glasses and told everyone to pull their trousers down or lift their skirts up so I can make sure no one else was wearing hypocritical consumerist underwear like fucking Romilda. He's very controlling. I don't like this. It's foreskin inspection day. 
at Hogwarts. <laughs> it's not a good national holiday. No. A normal teenage boy would have been very sexually titillated to see so many sexy females revealing their panties to him. No? There's much more to worry about that's going on? Yeah. But I was so dedicated to the revolutionary comrade cause of the working class proletariat that I focused only on whether their underpants were disloyal to the people's class and treated the boys and girls no differently at all. It turned out everyone was fine except Lavender, who was wearing fucking panties with the Walmart logo <laughs> on them. Okay. <laughs> I could also see her camo toe very clearly, ah. but I paid absolutely no attention to that. Good, because I wouldn't want you to go on and create that awful website, ratemycameltoe.com. Is that a real thing? It was. That's incredible. Humanity is dumb. Yep. Next up is Val. I decided to let her off the hook if she promised never to do it again because it was obvious she hadn't known better. And not because she was so much more attractive than that ugly fucking anarchist from Yelda Vane. Okay. And what about him? Like the pants that he stole from the bourgeoisie? Just redistributed wealth, so that's fine. Yeah. We're all with you, comrade Ari, said Ron proudly of the workers' movement he was a part of. But I wonder if we went a little too far when we drove out those fucking revisionists. Hmm. I've never broken a girl's knees before. Jesus. I don't know. Maybe I still have fault consciousness? You do it, little, I said, nodding to him comradely. You're still too bourgeois in your thinking. We're fighting for the revolutionary proletariat through any means necessary! We don't lie down and let the bourgeois, capitalist, imperialists exploit us fucking corporately. We treat them how they fucking treat us! I turned around and grabbed one of the Che Guevara t-shirts off the wall. I pulled it on. I turned back around to face the fucking revolution! I was wearing an Anshenka with a red star, a Che Guevara t-shirt, and brown line glasses. Brown line. Bro line glasses. Bah. I had a scruffy beard and my scar had been changed from a lightning bolt to a hammer and sickle. <laughs> They've already established this. They established this like how long ago? Like page one. Yeah, yeah page one. Uh, he didn't cover it up with foundation? <laughs> no, it's a different one. <laughs> a different Harry. A different Dushanka wearing Che Guevara t-shirt wearing. So we've got what, like three main Harrys in fanfic lore? Yep. There's my immortal yep. Harry, this Harry, and... Feminine Harry? Oh, no, there's also... There's <laughs> no, no, a fourth, there's, four. there's uh, School of Prayer and Miracles Harry. Oh, right, yeah. You're a Christian Harry. Yep. And 30H is Harry, yeah. Does this mean that Harry Potter is now Kingdom of Hearts? Oh, no! <laughs> yes! No! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! You see, Harry, there's all these worlds with different views. I'm back, comrades, I said proletarianly. Chapter 42. Oppression! I thought we discussed your anger issues. You need to tone it down. <laughs> Steve, stop trying to oppress her. You're going in there to like give her a bowl of soup that you made out of the kindness of your heart. She's like, oppression! Oppression at you. Author note. F you calibrate Thanksgiving! Or a fucking fascist! Jesus Christ. Oh, it's my favorite holiday. Nah. <laughs> it's the holiday where I get to eat the most. Well, you can celebrate it, you just can't calibrate it. Well, it seems like your turkey's out of alignment. Thanks, Larry. Your turkey looks like it's a little out of alignment there, Steve. Maybe you should let me get her done. <laughs> uh. The next morning, 
I was progressively walking down the stairs into the bourgeois Gryffindor common room when I saw Professor McGonagall was standing in the middle of the room and looking very strict, just like a fucking white overseer who whips black people for being slaves! Wow. <laughs> wow. I remember being angsty enough to make declarative statements like that and nobody bats an eye. I know. I'm pretty sure a lot of people batted an eye and that's why you ended up in the counselor's office, Dave. I mean, yeah, Greg did know me by a first name basis, so... <laughs> I gotta say that uh, saying, like, calling someone a racist at this point compared to, like, how you just set someone on fire, mm -hmm. maybe killed someone with poison, like, venom, and then slashed open someone's tits. Like, no, like... Yeah, we didn't need to go back through that dark territory. <laughs> Miss Empire! Miss <laughs> Empire? No! Pata! <laughs> That's gonna clip. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> she demanded in a voice which indicated she thought black people were worth only three-fifths of white people. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Our country was fucking terrible back then. It's trying to get back to there, and that's that's annoying. This is not the Samurai Jack theme. America should not be trying to get back to the past. No. We don't want to get back. <laughs> Gotta get back. All right, listen. Aku is in power now. We need to get back to the past where we had fucking competent leadership. How dare you sully Aku's amazing voice with that association? This is like the inverse Aku. That guy's been dead for seven years, all right? <laughs> I'm talking about the new Aku. It'll be around forever. <laughs> but anyway, the Three-Fifths Compromise was what gave us the Civil War because all it did was kick the can down the road a little bit, and that's very, that's very troublesome. Instead of dealing with the issue head-on like we really should, they were like, no, 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 whatever, Missouri's fine. You are in very big trouble, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Come with me to my office now. No, I won't let you fucking oppress me, you racist bourgeois cunt. Whoa. <laughs> I yelled gloriously in the voice of the people. I've given up trying to figure out why you think I'm a racist, Mr. Potter. So have I. <laughs> said McGonagall in a voice that reeked of white privilege. But I am still your teacher and you will not speak to me with those sorts of words. Now you will follow me to my office now or I'll expel you on the spot. Yeah, that makes sense. I knew it wouldn't do the revolution any good if I were thrown out of Hogwarts, so I followed McGonagall out of the fucking common room and into the fucking hallway! <laughs> fucking- This house is having a lot of sex with itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, there's more. We went down fucking staircases Jesus. and through fucking doors and down more fucking hallways <laughs> until we got to McGonagall's fucking office and then went into the fucking office! I feel like I, after reading these two last sentences, I have Tourette's. This gave you Tourette's. <laughs> Good night, Steve-o. I love you, Val. I love you! <laughs> Good night, Steve. Good night, Moon. Good night, Steve, jumping over the moon. And then landing somewhere in the middle of Missouri and complaining. Oh. <laughs> Good night, complaining cow. <laughs> That's right, I see human beings as cattle and nothing else. Hoi, hoi, hoi. Once we were inside the fucking office, McGonagall turned around to face me. Mr. Potter, she began racistly. <laughs> I've heard about what you and your gang of followers did last night. Hold up. <laughs> I know we've talked about this, 
but I need to revisit what's considered racistly. Did she put on one of those Raiden hats? It was like, Mr. Potter! Because that's racistly, but if she's just like, Mr. Potter, that's not racistly. Maggie Smith is a saint, all right? I think we've been over this. She's a racist. <laughs> that's what we landed on. That's what we landed on. <laughs> all right. I, I, I'm going to go with our guest. Guess, is McGonagall a racist? Shape our policy. <laughs> is McGonagall racist? I'm just assuming that Harry just thinks everyone is all this stuff and everyone else thinks is normal. So everyone just thinks Harry's insane. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. He's so insane, right? He is. It's obvious David will not be helping us in the proletariat fighting against the fucking purge, was he? Listen, man. All right. That's all I got. No one retweeted my status. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw the tweet. It's there. It's there. I looked at it. It's there. Let her read. David, do you have like a different Twitter than... It's Brushfire FNF. Yeah, it's not there. It, it's gotta be. It's not. It's a bunch of retweets from Weep Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them my shame. And then uh, Big Tittied Undertale Woman. What? I've heard about what you and your gang of followers did last night, and I can scarcely believe it. Mr. Creevy has third-degree burns all over his body. Madam Pumphrey would normally be able to cure him in less than a week, but now she also has to concern herself with getting snake venom out of Mr. Finch Fletchy's leg. Uh, now that I'm looking at your Twitter feed, yes, if I hear another word about how bad Final Fantasy 8 is, you're staying after school until you finish Final <laughs> Fantasy 2. <laughs> nice to <again>. go. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, Sean retweeted my tweet. That means it exists. Mm. Yeah, apparently it's under tweets and replies. Why is it in tweets and replies? Because you didn't put a period in front of it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um. Well, anyways, next up is Epidel. I just took a muscle relaxer, so we'll see how I do. Oh, that's fun. Wait, are you also drinking? No, I don't drink. And do you also enjoy circus peanuts? <laughs> <laughs> Which muscle relaxer? Cyclobenzaprine. Oh, that stuff's basically candy. Almost <laughs> completely worthless. Cool. It's not powerful. Like, it doesn't make my muscles relax. It just makes me want to do lifts and sit-ups. <laughs> that's the exact opposite. I hope you'll be proud to hear that Miss Perks is being kept in a bucket until we can figure out how to get her out of liquid form. Miss Vane seemed fine physically, but we found her with no skirt on, clutching her hands over her knickers and babbling incoherently. And I don't even want to know what you did to Mr. Goldstein. I laughed gloriously <laughs> to hear that the fucking revisionist counter-revolutionaries were still suffering for their fucking crimes against the people. Yeah, you just committed crimes against nature, though, bro. That makes you the Hitler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chapter 43, Hermione comes into the room. God. <laughs> and I got an awesome Black Friday deal on K Guevara t-shirts for for all my friends. Capitalism sucks. It's not funny, Mr. Potter, snapped McGonagall in a racially oppressive way. I agree, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you grievously injured 19 students in all. 19 students, Mr. Potter, and 12 are still in the hospital wing. It'd be 13 if Miss Granger hadn't insisted she was well enough for classes. Perhaps you'd like to see the damage you've done. Oh, is he gonna go to the Three Stooges ward? <laughs> <laughs> she gestured to a door and into the room came fucking Hermione, limping elitistly with an imperialist cane. Fucking hell! <laughs> Ugh. Only imperialists have enough money to afford canes. Only imperialists can afford to limp. Pointed sticks for the well-to-do, am I right, kids? <laughs> Was it an MCR-branded cane? Of course. What else would it be? 
She had bandages all over her chest and arms, and especially on her tiny, unattractive breasts. Not that I judged women by the size of their boobies or anything. (laughs) 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 Hold up. I've seen Emma Watson these days, and they're pretty sizable, all right? They're not bad. Like, it's the David seal of approval. Not that I objectify women. Is that just you giving tribute? (laughs) No. Tribute on, like, fucking Reddit is where you come on a picture of her. I'm like, that's gross. Yeah. It ruins paper. Wastes time. And in your case, (laughs) it would be you coming on your TV that's apparently dying. $800 $800 Patreon goal. I need a new TV. I'm going to love what you see. <laughs> Steve, can you make a harmonica noise? I told you I put the harmonicas away. Why did you put the harmonica up? Ron is a national treasure. You know, all right. Yeah, I'm going to go see if I can find the harmonicas. Keep reading in the meantime. Why did you... Wait. If you organize oh, them and put them away, why do you not know where they are? Don't... <laughs> He's already gone, Logan. <laughs> I laughed at her in the voice of the fucking people who were oppressed all around the world because of capitalist exploitation of the fucking planet we all live on. What's happened to you, Harry? asked Hermione angrily, obviously upset that her petite bourgeoisie privileges were under attack. When did you turn into a fucking sadist? Language, Miss Granger, scolded McGonagall. I don't fucking care, yelled Hermione with bourgeois tears in her eyes. Harry, I don't know what's gotten into you, but you're no better than fucking Malfoy at this point. I would say that Malfoy right now is better. Wait, did anyone else just hear Mario? (laughs) That was my girlfriend's drink zone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, drink for girlfriend. But I don't have a girlfriend. I want a girlfriend now. Steve-O is your girlfriend just with a penis, all right? Uh, but I want that penis. Well, that's fine. You can still have it. I've got great news for you. Really? You can have that penis anytime you want. Damn! David, I don't have great news for you. What's that? The only musical instrument I could find was my egg shakers. Are you gonna pledge to my thing? You brought it on yourself when you corrupted the revolution and took it away from the fucking people! I said gloriously while shaking my fist in a socialist way. Even if that were true, that's not a reason to fucking maim people, nagged Hermione while s- sitting a mile above me in her bourgeois ivory tower of elitist capitalism. Yes, it fucking is, I declared proletarianly. <laughs> and I declare thumb war. <laughs> Mr. Potter, have you gone off your meds? <laughs> Millions of exploited third world people are suffering and fucking dying around the world because of fucking capitalist exploitation. Their best hope is the people's revolution of fucking communism, which you tried to fucking destroy. Every sweatshop worker who died because you delayed the revolution is on your fucking petite bourgeois head. All right, Mr. Potter, I'm sensing a lot of (laughs) anger. Can you tell me about your parents? Yeah, dad wasn't a communist. Hate him. Mom, she thought about communism. Hate her. They're ruining my life. (laughs) It's really telling that you think bringing multiple perspectives to your group is destroying it. Said Hermione in a voice of the bourgeois intelligentsia. 
We liberals support hearing all points of view, including yours. Okay, next up is me, but first. Who said but first? Ah, <laughs> that's right, people. Brown's back. That was a slammer for the third time. Listen, I'm not going to mince words with you. I need your help. Okay. No, your help can wait, Ron. Oh. You didn't seem to think so when you were supporting Dumbledore's fucking imperialist free speech zones. I said gloriously in a voice of truth for the people of the working classes who were poor because of capitalism. It is you who tried to shut us down and left us no choice but to use fucking proletarian force. No. Chapter 44. Here he defends the people for the people. Good for him. Fucking prick. Author's note. Knew about Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor? What the fuck does that mean? It's it's a capital F, a capital D, and a lowercase r. So technically it counts as a word. It's F Doctor. F. Yeah, that sounds like a nice place to go. Let's stay at the Pearl Harbor Inn. No. Advance. America launched World War II. Two to steal fucking anime. <laughs> that is an affirmative. Logan, you were right. <laughs> oh my god, I was right. We were like, listen, I hear Astro Boy is going to be fucking big. Yeah. Why is it that whenever we read a Harry Potter fic, we always end up talking about anime at some point? It's amazing. Because Harry Potter is basically anime for magic nerds. Okay. That's fine. I will accept that. I keep on wanting to try to read the next line and my eyes keep on automatically going back to America's stealing fucking anime. (laughs) And cultural appropriation. I don't care about all your communism nonsense, Mr. Potter, said McGonagall in a racistly bourgeois way. There is simply no excuse for your behavior. You and your entire gang will be given detention. <laughs> Got a vaguely German in there. Only detention for this? Yeah. Jeez. Aren't there like magic police or something? The ORRs? They already tried that and they sent to the Azkaban. Mm-hmm. And he got out. Yeah, so. this time he would deserve Azkaban. He came back naked with a pumpkin and we don't want that again. <laughs> How dare you fucking oppress us, you racist fascist defending the fucking capitalist establishment? I said in a justified voice of the proletariat. <sighs> I, you know what? Okay, I need something, I need something more comforting, okay? Do you want a blanket? No. Do you want a hug? I mean, that would be nice. Okay. Do you want some cummies? Uh, <laughs> some sweet sugar daddy cummies? No, no, all right, you know what? I got this. I said in a justified voice <laughs> of the proletariat suffering under the yoke. Now that sounds like beat poetry. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the hug while I'm doing beat poetry, sweetheart. I'm also apparently getting a breast exam. <laughs> um, a bit hard, but stop feeling my long. nipples. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stop feeling my nipples. So it's Shatner beat poetry. <laughs> Stop feeling my nipples. Nah, it's that automated beat poetry from Total Distortion. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Mr. Potter, I am not oppressing you. McGonagall lied imperialistically. I am doing my job and treating you like any other student. 
Maybe it doesn't occur to you that the entire system you're upholding is inherently oppressive and fucking racist! I declared boldly in a communist way of revolution for the people. There's nothing wrong with the established order, Mr. Potter. I thought she was about to say that nothing's wrong with racism. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. <laughs> damn it, Logan. <laughs> and it will be maintained. Said McGonagall in the bourgeois voice of the racist establishment of capitalistic racism. There's nothing wrong with racism. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I'm a big fan of the 100 yards, the 5K. I like races, okay? You can call me a racist. That's a joke. No, it's a racerist. <laughs> now Laz is trying to comfort me, too. <laughs> She's like, it's okay that you're a racist. <laughs> I want you to remember this lesson, Mr. Potter, so I'm giving you another detention in the Forbidden Forest with Hagrid, like in your first year. No, I won't let that fucking monarchist Hagrid brainwash my comrades with his fucking reactionary views. I yelled gloriously in a socialist voice of the people. You know, if your followers can be so easily swayed to another belief system, perhaps they don't really believe in anything, said Hermione liberally, apparently sounding like Professor McGonagall. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. It's not about belief systems, you fucking intelligentsia, I explained communistically. It's about whether the proletariat have class consciousness or false consciousness. What's happening here is that I've awakened their class consciousness and McGonagall is trying to suppress it because she knows it will lead to them demanding their fucking basic rights. But they have their basic rights! <laughs> they have the right to remain silent. <laughs> That's not true. McGonagall lied in a capitalist voice of imperialist racism. Anyone in the school who feels like they're being mistreated is welcome to take up the issue with me. We will not negotiate with the fucking bourgeoisie. Ugh. I declared comradely while raising a fist of the people. We're fighting for the revolution of the fucking proletariat. Chapter 45, Romilda returns. Author's note. <laughs> Raul Castro is a fucking traitor to the people who just surrendered his glorious socialist country of the people to fucking America. Curse you, Raul Julia. I'm Raul Julia. Raul Julia would be so much better. I'm going to go take the dog out. So it's David followed by Logan, and then David has the Patreon list for tonight, just in case I'm not back. <laughs> and as I go away, off into the sunset. I'm wrong. Ron. <laughs> Give Ron money. He needs Ron. Give Ron money. Thank goodness the interview is now canceled. North Korea needs to make a movie where they assassinate, uh, assassinate, assassinate <laughs> Barack Obongo and then urinate on tech corpse of that fucking. No. Whoa. Hold no, up. Oh, no. No. All right. I am immediately vetoing this story. The show is over. We're leaving for the night. Uh, everybody on the Patreon list, thank you very much for joining us. At least read the fucking list. I am. I'm about to. I got to get the fucking. <laughs> where the staff chat usually is. How did you lose the staff chat? It's buried all the way tucked in down there, you know. <laughs> Thank you to all of our general guardians, Afrohawk, Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett, Discus Epidel, Evan Balmel, Joshua Burns, Riviera, Matthew Wayne Jordan, Michael Fausch, Miri, Miami Rose, Pope Sloth the 14th, uh, or actually it's Pope Sloth X the 7th, whichever. Samantha, Samuel Flynn, Sarah for the Wind, Scott John Harrison, a.k.a. Shaded Sprider, 
Sean Webster, Steve Van Sickle, The Waffle, and Wage. Thank you so much for being cool Patreons to us. I yes. So I apologize for the very abrupt ending, but holy shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, no. uh, anyway, y'all guys have a good night and we'll start the after show here in a moment. Woo! learns. Craig, leave. <laughs> And, and we're going to be on the air right now until Steve comes back. Yeah. All right. Fucking Steve. Why'd you have to go walk the dog? Anyway. <laughs> Steve says that Laza's taking a long time to poop. I should have just played Forza instead. But what about Fortnite? Fortnite? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Can you bring me some sleep pills, please? Forza night. me. Can you bring me some Forza night, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's an evolution stone I hold, and you trade me over over a link cable, and then I become powerful. Oh, damn. I become Car David. <laughs> Vroom vroom. Like turbo team. It's a firestone then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I hate the fact that I only know I know as much about turbo team as I do exclusively through other people referencing it. I mean, that's fine. That's all right. Okay. Did not see that. All right. We're still alive, by the way, because yeah, we're still alive, dude. Have- yes. Hello, guys. Hi, everybody. Hi. This is a good show. You're seeing, you're seeing in the inner workings of our show, and it's quite great. Yeah. Uh, so, like, it's full of springs, but, you know, occasionally I wish there were no springs, and then there would be no springs, and I'd live in a world with no springs. Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com, where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fan fictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fan Fiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode.